This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 733, November 12th, 2021. 65 degrees was the high on this day, the record high that occurred in 2001. And it was four below in 1966. And for the second day in a row on this day in 1940, eight and a half inches of snow as that Armistice Day blizzard ran its course. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the Newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor, Joe Souchere. We're going to be joined in a bit by Aileen Milan. Am I pronouncing your name correctly? Yes. Aileen Milan, uh, who Rookie knows peripherally. Uh, and she attended the concert in Houston last weekend. Yes. And, and I don't know where she was, how close she was. I just know that she was there, and I have not spoke. I, I did not speak with her about this. Well, uh, if she, if we learn that she was just in Houston but not at the concert, it's going to be a really short interview. True. Because there would be <laughs> no need to talk to her about anything. I don't know who she is, That's and she doesn't true. know me. and. But she's a young woman in her 20s, I take it? Uh, yes. And, she's and, a young mother in her 20s, uh, very kind individual, um, great soul, and uh, I do believe she was there for the music. She would be that type to she's go. She's in the airline business? Uh, she is in the industry. She's in the industry? All right. Yes. All right. Well, and we have her number and the whole deal? Uh, yeah. You tell me when you want to call her, and I'll call her. Well, I thought we had a specific time. Uh, 12.15, I told I, her. I have to say this right now. Go. God bless Spencer Grunhofer. But I can smell everything that you, we've been eating. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you're doing the ad already? Spencer sent over some uh, summer sausage. And, no, 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 no. Huh? no. Jalapeno. Jalapeno. Oh, it's just, it's just fantastic. Beef sticks. Venison I'm, sticks. I'm down about four sticks already, Rooks. So I know get, you are. You better get rocking over so there. So much so <laughs> that uh, the refrigerator would not close. It wouldn't. It wouldn't I had to. I had to adjust things around. It's packed full, <laughs> and now at least it will close. That's from Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo. Where is that? Spencer, that's your ad today. I mean, yeah. it's so good that we're all going to be in a swoon here in a moment. Yeah, John, you picked a bad time to start working from home. Way to go, Ace. And your mic is off, uh, Johnny. We Jalapeno can't, uh, we can't. sausage. <laughs> Jalapeno. How come we're not on TV today? Oh, yeah, because I haven't done this. Oh, yeah. That's Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats on Highway 61, just north of Hugo, and, of course, the new store on Highway 97, just east of 35 in Prior Lake. And uh, all right, now let's take a <laughs> see you later. Break here now. But thank you to Spencer for uh, stocking us up on a on a Friday here with some real treats. Yeah. <sighs> when it's cold and it's snowy, <laughs> you can't beat gnawing on a beef stick. I had a discussion in my home because you know when it comes to winter, it's a mind game. You know, got to get to this day. And is first snowfall on November twelfth? 
I'll take that, won't you guys? That's not uncommon. So, yeah, that's that's all right. Yeah. Well, we're not gonna. It's not gonna stay. And it's though, not right? gonna stay. Yeah. So I'll take that. I'm okay with that. The Halloween blizzard didn't stay, if you'll recall. That's right, it did. It I, I recall. That was in 91, uh, I believe. It left the uh, earth. <laughs> Halloween. That was October 31st. Yeah, Halloween, I think. 91. Frequent uh, contributor Downing, he, he was uh, he's ruminating on my idea that uh, what if voters could vote on limiting a price of a gallon of gasoline to 3% increase a year? I said three things would happen. Uh, they'd vote for it. Yes. Gas stations would close. Yes. And no new gas stations would open. Correct. Downing has a different <coughs> twist. Actually, wouldn't the people running the city be more likely to set a higher minimum gas price so that people would buy less gas? It's exactly what they're doing with tobacco. That's true. They're telling people okay. what they must charge for tobacco. What is wrong with these out-of-control uh, What people? does a carton of cigarettes go for these days? I have no idea. You're flirting with five Five bucks, four fifty, something like that. No, 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 not a pack, a, a, a carton. Oh, well, there's twenty in a carton, right? I don't. Know. It's been a long time. I've never are, bought them by the carton. Go John. ahead, John. They're, they're nine and ten bucks for normal cigarettes for a, a pack. pack of cigarettes. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, it's one hundred and twenty bucks for a carton. What? Wow. Oh yeah, that's they've been ten bucks for about three, four years. I have purchased I've... one pack of cigarettes in my entire life, and it was for a gift for a buddy. That's more expensive than beer. I was saying, you're making yeah. my vice seem so much more, my own personal vice, so much more affordable. <laughs> it's a feather in my cap. <laughs> Thank you. Steve Mulholland writes from the Belly of the Beast, Happy Scramble Friday from the Belly of the Beast, where our meager collection of GL-minded voters are basking in the relative glow of the Minneapolis election results. Ballot question one, for a strong mayor passed. Question two, to dismantle the police failed. And the best of the worst choices for mayor, Fry won, and the likes of Philippe Cunningham and Steve Fletcher were booted out of the city council. But Joe, has, has, as has been firmly established in these local contests, we must be careful about what we wish for. As we all know, this is because a newly elected official will make you long for the previous one. Case in point, look no further than Lisa Bender's Ward 10. I'm not saying liberal Lakers were better off with that bat bleep crazy Bender, but the newly elected rep from the ward is Aisha Chugate, Chugate, who along with fellow newbies Jason Chavez and Robin Wansley, Warloba, are proud card-carrying members of the Democratic Socialist Party. Thankfully, the council's reach has been shortened by the Charter Amendment for a strong mayor system, but these three stooges will no doubt make some noise in the shadows of the country's tallest building. Stay tuned. Loyal GL Lesner, listener in the belly of the beast, Liberal Lakes area, Minneapolis, Steve Mulholland. Hmm. And I got a uh, note from our deer hunting cohort, Kenny. He texted me a link to an alpha news story where this uh, <coughs> Minneapolis uh, DFL chair, Devin Hogan, uh, he was noted for uh, saying that the burning of the third precinct was an act of revolutionary virtue and what have you. Yep. Uh -huh. He's now calling for uh, the uh, election results to be not accepted oh. in Minneapolis. Oh, they, reject that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. Right. So we don't need, forget the rules. Mm -hmm. Got it. He's calling for that now. Wow. Uh, yeah. Hogan is an ultra-progressive who looks favorably on the far-left composition of the city council like many members of this body. He seems dismayed that it will now have less power compared to the relatively moderate Mayor Fry. Uh, Hogan's call for the council to refuse to cede power 
is not his first controversial remark. He praised the arsonists who set the 3rd Precinct police station on fire during the George Floyd riots. Hmm. And here was that quote. Like it or not, setting the 3rd Precinct on fire was a genuous revolutionary moment, he wrote in an op-ed for Southside Pride newspaper. Remember we talked about it? We did, yeah. According to the Minneapolis DFL chair, overrunning the police station was an act of righteousness to open new worlds of understanding. This guy's a lunatic. It's just He's to be ignored. And his party obviously continues to embrace him as their chair. And so. then the mayor responded with, it's bricks and mortar. Yeah. Bricks and mortar. <laughs> That's right. The uh, average price of a pack of cigarettes in Minnesota is eight eighty nine. Wow. Aver- wow. Average price. That's a, That's expensive. Quit smoking so long ago, I don't know what they cost when I quit. Well, you were still purchasing for your mother, though, were you not? Yeah, but I don't even remember what those were. Oh. That's six, getting to be six years ago. Those were Benson and Hedges 100s, weren't they? Virginia Slim. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Joe, thank you for remembering to honor the veterans, myself included, on Veterans Day. While we honor all veterans today, I want to tell you about one extraordinary veteran who was my friend's mother, June Fremont, at age 100, was one of the oldest female Marines in the country. As her son Dan said, it was so appropriate that June would, no, we're not going to foghorn that, that June would die on Veterans Day. Today, she di- yesterday, she died at 11 o'clock a.m. Mm. Hmm. June, in her original World War II uniform, was the Woodbury Veterans Day keynote speaker in 29 at the age of 98, as well as featured in a 2019 Star Tribune article. One of the great stories of June was in about 2017, when she went on an honor flight to Washington, D.C. Love those. While waiting for her flight with her daughter, she saw a group of young Marines getting to ship out to ultimately go to Iraq. She went over to them, saluted, and said, Semper Fi, I too am a Marine. Of course, she then had to explain to them of her service in World War II. This was followed by June standing and praying over the group of young, kneeling Marines. Then June proceeded to give each of them a hug. The video taken by her daughter, who was crying and shaking while she was videoing, is still one of the most moving videos I've ever seen. Words cannot describe the incredible visual bridge of the young Marines and the old Marine, all bonded by the same commitment in honor of service to our country. Buttoned up in dress blues, June Fremont was treated like a celebrity at the annual Marine Corps birthday ball near Washington, D.C. in 2017. The still visible bruise on her right hand is proof of the hundreds of handshakes she received that night, many from young female Marines thanking her for her example and inspiration. June retired from 3M at the age of 93. Wow. Still had all of her mental faculties and was a Marine to the end. I think June uh, deserves a Ray Charles America, the beautiful tribute, Semper Fi. You're reminding me. Um Yesterday, I don't know if I could put my. Sure what do you I need? I know I got it right here. Just give June a little bit of this. There we go. Thank you, June. Semper Fi, baby doll. I don't think we can call it baby doll. Yeah, 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 you can. Yeah, you can. Uh, yes. You like your little slices of Americana? Mm-hmm. Yesterday, my 10-year-old son comes home from school, and he's always asking questions about, he, he's a nerd, he just he's a sponge, he loves it. And he said, Dad, guess what we learned about today? And I said, what's that, buddy? They spent an entire hour learning about the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier Wonderful. yesterday in cool. class. Sweet. Wonderful. And he was blown away by the fact that uh, his mother and I actually were there, uh, as, as I told you guys, uh, on, on Veterans Day back in 98. 
That so, was on the 11th. Right. Had the public been <laughs> forbidden to leave flowers at the tomb of the unknown soldier? Because I, I thought I read this week that the public is now allowed to do that. That I don't know. I, I hadn't known. I during, do, during COVID? Or uh, just in I, general? I think maybe it was a historical edict, but I don't know for a fact. So we, we were uh, on the YouTube of course, after we watched the Garage Logic right. video of you driving Joe insane yesterday, mm, um, we then looked at a really cool news story in which there was a guy, I, I'm assuming it's a Washington, D.C. reporter, who was doing kind of a, a, a case of how it got there, how it got to modern day with the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Yeah. And I forgot about this part of it. Do you guys recall years ago, I don't know, don't remember who was president at the time, but there was a massive hurricane coming towards that area, and all the soldiers refused to... They were allowed to. They they were given the option right. to not not uh, march, and they said absolutely not. Right. Wow. Let's reach. Eileen Milan. Okay. You want to do that after a break? Yeah, let's okay, do that. Okay, take a little break, and then let's reach Eileen Milan. Hey, GLers, if you're looking to improve the water quality in your home, then trust my friends at Hofferman Water. They are your local independent water treatment dealer, and they've been serving Minnesotans for nearly 50 years, and they understand the unique problems that Minnesota water brings. They are also an independent and authorized Connecticut dealer, so whether you're looking to soften, filter, or you just want your water to taste better, they will help make your water worry-free. I'm a prime example. I went with the Connecticut system a couple of years ago. I have the S. 650 system inside my home it made an absolute world of difference it improved everything your 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 dishes your your laundry your showers everything inside your home gets better with Connecticut and my friends at Hofferman Water if you already have a water treatment system in your home well they can help you with service and repairs they specialize in Connecticut products but service many other major brands too they can also help with salt delivery filter changes parts repairs and more give them a shout today you can call them at 612-895-2440 for a free water analysis and estimate, or just check them out online at HoffermanWater.com, and please let them know that Garage Logic sent you. It's a wonderful product in a world of bad gas, and do it... Uh Fireworks Commissioner of Garage Logic, Mr. Joe Sucharad, does just add a gulp of seafoam to every gas can you fill up. That's the best thing you can possibly do for your assorted cylinders. And I know your assorted cylinders are many ATVs, side by sides, bikes, sleds, outboards, chainsaws, whips, riding lawnmowers. Doesn't matter. Run them hard, put them away wet, and you'll never have to worry about them starting again because of those gulps of seafoam. And yes, of course that in, involves tractors and your car, your classics, whatever. Seafoam works in everything, gas and or diesel. And the other one, Deep Creep. Wow, Deep Creep has uh, replaced that uh, other junk uh, in almost every GLer's chem cabinet. The best penetrating oil and lube that you could possibly own. Best thing in the market. Get yourself some seafoam, a wonderful product in a world of bad gas, seafoam. And now, a man who has never had a relationship with a tree, Joe Souchere. We're going to give Aileen Milan a call. Rookie knows her, however peripherally, uh, from his other endeavors, mm -hmm. and learned that she, in fact, went to Houston to attend the Travis Scott concert. And I think it would be fascinating, having not been able to actually ever talk to anybody that went through that horror to see what this uh, to see what her thoughts were and how she managed to survive 
Right. And as I said, if she wasn't at the concert, we'll just hang up. It'll be a little bit shorter. It'll be it's, shorter. Yeah. I think it's going to be okay. Yeah. All right. She was worried about it. She was worried about an urchin in the in the background that woke up from a nap, and I said, "That doesn't this bother just, us. This is real life. This yeah. is yeah. That doesn't bother us." Got it. I think All he's right. contacting her right now, and the next voice you hear will be Aileen. Aileen Milan. Hi. This is speaking. I'm Hi. Joe Souchere of Garage Logic. I'm here with uh, Matt Mikulski and Chris Reavers and John Height, and we understand. Uh, correct us if we're wrong. That you attended the Travis Scott concert last week. I did. I actually was there for the first day. It did get canceled the second day. Right. I'm sure you. I'm sure everyone has seen the news. Are Are you a fan of his music? Um, I actually am. Yes, I've been to two shows before this. Um, one that was a music festival, mm-hmm. and one that was actually no. Both of them were music festivals. Were there pro- Were there problems at those concerts? So. Um, something that I will say, um, if you've been to a music festival, a lot of the times, um, especially Travis Scott or just anyone that is in the mainstream of hip hop, um, there is these things called mosh pits. Right. Um, and they tend to happen a lot during performances and me being a festival goer, I know what to expect when I go to a music festival. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say that uh, I just being having prior knowledge to going to a festival, I knew the consequences and just things that could and possibly could happen. Well, were, um, were you ever in harm's way? Um, there was one time, yes. Uh, I will say that uh, I was, it was during a, I believe it was Roddy Rich that was performing. And, That's Joe's uh, favorite. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was. I actually felt very, very claustrophobic. I couldn't breathe. It was very hard for me to breathe. And I mean, I'm sure you guys saw the videos. It was completely packed. Like completely, everyone was shoulder to shoulder. Not even that. We were touching bodies to bodies. Like someone was in front of me completely. Like um, there was a point where I actually it was it was me and my friend that we went and um, there was a point where the crowd started jumping and we got and, and off she went there we go are you there still Aileen yeah okay <clears throat> uh, in at the Houston event it was, was a, it, that was a week ago tonight if I'm not mistaken yeah were you in danger or was I in danger? Yes. Um, I, no. There was not one time that I felt that I was completely in danger. Were you aware of what's ha- what was happening to the people who were in danger? No, not at all. I really? Didn't, I didn't know until after the concert was over. We were leaving, and there was a random guy that came up and said, Oh, did you guys know that two people died? And he said it so casually, and I was like, we, me and my friend, we looked at each other in disbelief. We're like, "There's no way that that, that that's real." So, yeah, were you know. were you in that that sea of people uh, when he was standing on on the uh, his little perch way above high? Were you were you close by or were you far away? I was up front of general admission. There was two sections. There was uh, VIP where all those cas- or where all those tragedies happened, and then there was general admission. I was in. 
front on the right side of general admission. Okay. But the pushing and shoving and ultimate tragedies, they occurred ahead of you in the VIP section. Yes. And you were unaware of them as they were happening. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, the thing is, um, it's a whole crowd of people standing up. People that are taller than me, people that are shorter than me. There was people that were way shorter than me that couldn't see a thing. Right. And they were having such a hard time breathing. Right. There were times where I was like, you know, you're, you need a, you need to back up. You need to take a step back. I would go towards the back and they just, you know, people are so stubborn and want to be in the front and they chose not to. Um, uh, there was a time where I had to take a step back and I was like, Hey, like I actually can't breathe. I need, I need to go to the back. And, um, there was times where we would just go to the back and then whenever we catch our breath, we would go back up to the front. Um, so there's no seats. It's just walk in and, and it's standing room only. Yeah. Everyone's just standing. Like, now that you know what happened at, at a very event that you were attending, will that affect your decision to go to festivals in the future? Um, I think that's a tough question because I think that's something that I'm actually dealing with myself. I, I don't know if I'd ever go to a music festival again, mm-hmm. or if I did, maybe just stay as far away as possible from the crowd. Um, it was, it's just hard to believe that I was at the same festival because I had such a different experience. Right. Um, and every time I bring up, you know, the good memories that I did have, like people almost shame me and, you know, it's just something that I don't like to bring up anymore. I don't like people asking me about it. I have people constantly saying like, Oh my gosh, Hey, were you hurt? And I did end up losing my phone at the end and my family was completely worried. They were hitting, you know, they were texting everyone. All right. my friends were texting, coworkers, and it's scary to think that I that easily could have been me. Right. Yeah. Wow. You do you feel grateful? Do you feel lucky? Oh man, yeah. I couldn't even begin to tell you. Yeah. I have a little boy, and I'm just very happy that I made it back home safe with him. Yeah. Because again, like I said, it could have easily been me, or what? just anyone in general. I mean, from ages 14 to 32, I believe. Right. Um, Aileen, what is what is the 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 buzz or the rush to go? Is it the music or is it the whole uh, appearance with the people in the mosh pit? What what would make you go to Astro World again if it were uh, put on? Yeah, for me, the music. I'm such a big fan of music. Um, the I'm a really big fan of beats. And I believe that Ash, or Travis Scott is one of the better artists. Um, it's really unfortunate that his concert went the way that it went, honestly. Um, and to say the least, this was actually one of the most laid-back concerts he's given really? in my experiences. Mm, wow. Well, uh, you, you might be able to look back when this all is done and say you... you you saw his last concert. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely, definitely probably going to be his last concert. Right. Well, thank you very much for your time, Aileen. Yeah, no, thank you, guys. All right. I'm glad you made it back safely. Uh, I am, too. All right. Now get to, yeah. get to work. Yeah. Get to work. Yeah.
<laughs> All right. Thank you. Bye. See you. Okay. Hmm. Can't imagine. You know, uh, she's a sweet gal. She's young, and I, I just can't imagine. Uh, you know, she's as old as my daughters. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't imagine any of my daughters going to something like that where it's a mosh pit. Yes, my kids would probably go see whoever, uh, a rapper or whatever group. Well, she, but said, they w- she said two things that surprised me. What? <clears throat> It sounds like she has a bit of wits about her to know where the danger is. Yeah. And and it surprised me to learn that she was completely unaware of what was happening, it, which is now understandable when you can see that sea of humanity in mm-hmm. front of you, mm-hmm. and you don't see what's happening in it. And it also surprised me to learn that she was able to retreat when she wanted to. Mm-hmm. She said we would go to the back and catch our breath. Yeah, in general. And admission. then you were then you would re-enter that. I mean, holy mackerel! But again, it's it's perspective. Right. You know, us four old duds, we we would not be caught there at all. But you know, it's but, not, but it, that, he's not appealing to the to the likes of us. Saint Paul is as close <clears throat> to the stage as I wanted to be in Houston. <laughs> okay, but okay, so that that explains a lot, though. So VIP, you had they an, paid a higher price for the privilege of getting killed, right? But you had they were corralled, yeah. So general admission must just be it, it ends here, but you can go far back as you want, and and it must have been all those people snuck into VIP where there was room for a thousand and fifteen hundred people were there, and she felt. Uh, Oppression. She felt at times she couldn't breathe, and yet she was able to retreat. I, I think she probably does understand how lucky she is. I think so. That's crazy. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, and also the, I mean, the brushing up of, I mean, think of how many creepers and stuff are there. Mm-hmm. That's just... probably why the damn things are popular. Well, maybe David Copperfield. That's right. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> this is his favorite. I, I my, my favorite pencil. magician, David Copperfield. David yeah. Copperfield. <laughs> Was that, that H-W? President Bush? That's H.W., yeah. H.W. You know who my favorite musician is? Well, thank you, Aileen. And uh, I don't know that I learned a great deal. I learned a, a bit. But it's good to get an eyewitness account yeah. of what happened. It, at a... Well, the other thing that surprised me, she said this was one of his most laid-back concerts. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. That was what the hell is a bad one then? Right. And you wonder, you know, one thing that she said that stuck out to me was, you know, she, she said about being a mother, how that kind of maternal instinct almost kicked in. You wonder if she wasn't, would she have retreated? Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, good point. Because your perspective completely changes once you have kids, obviously. Right. Oh, for sure. Oh, well, okay, that's just... That's what I'm talking about. Way beyond me, so... You're not, uh, you don't want to join a mosh pit anytime soon, Such? Nope. Okay, he's going to Well, as Scott Matura said, the old mosh pit sets, they, they had unwritten rules. You know, they'd knock somebody down, but then pick them up. And remember that email we got from yeah, Mature yeah, the other day? Yeah. And, uh, or were there floating bodies across in the sea of people? And she's still <clears throat> calling that, she's still calling, apparently, what she witnessed at the Travis Scott, Tra- uh, Travis Scott concert was what she's calling a mosh pit. And it sounds like if, if it was, there certainly were no rules <laughs> to keep the participants right. alive. Go ahead, John. I, I can see that your, your wheels doing. turning. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not... Uh, there was too many people. I think that was the main there problem. Are. Yep. There you are. Period. I mean, that, and if you've seen the video, when she said shoulder to shoulder, that's no exaggeration. The people were 
like sardines in a can. Well, how many people did they estimate that didn't even pay that wound up inside of the stadium? I hell, they had hundreds run in right. during the afternoon that didn't pay. Just took, overtook the gates and ran in. Right. To summarize, they packed five pounds of crap into a two-and-a-half-pound bag. Something like I, that. Yeah. My father loves That's an unkind thing to say. say dead, yeah. but... Well, that's true. I, I yeah. mean no disrespect. Right. Right. My dad used a different phrase. Did he? Yeah. No, we won't say it here on the air? No, we've got it. <laughs> say uh, right now at EcoFund Motorsports, really? look outside. It's snowing. Yep. It's cold. I think the season has finally turned. They still have spots available for heated winter storage, which is fantastic. It's uh, $240 for scooters and uh, electric bikes for $200, and that includes full winterization, battery tendering, spring tune-up, pickup and drop-off in the Twin Cities is available for a low price. I am uh, happy to know that's where my scooter is, and it's going to be taken care of all winter, and then it's going to be ready to go in the spring. And right now at EcoFund Motorsports on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake, there's an extra $100 off all the scooters that turn urban errands into adventures. Youth ATVs and electric bikes for GLers during the month of November. The greatest time to get the coolest Christmas gifts in the world. Also a great uh, new shipment of Yamaha clothing and hats. Great service department. And yeah, you call. They'll pick your bike up. It's just fantastic. Mm -hmm. Rook, I can't believe you haven't done it. Yeah, I got to get around to that because uh, right now. not only that, but he'll get it running properly. Right. That's going to be a task. That would be. Yeah. <laughs> When's the last time it ran? Oh, she's been, it's been a, we, we cranked her up. We got the crankcase yeah. going. Is that the one where uh, the chairman said, get off that thing, you're going to kill yourself? Yes. No <laughs> motorbikes. <laughs> no motorbikes. And that's also the one that uh, Kenny uh, decorated with uh, feminine hygiene products for, I was as tassels. I was in assistance with that, yes. uh, with that well, decoration. Well, EcoFund Motorsports exists <laughs> Will for they people decorate like it too you. For me? No, they won't decorate <laughs> it. Okay. They won't decorate it. They won't decorate it. They'll take care okay. of it properly. <laughs> EcoFund Motorsports on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake. <laughs> GLers, it's Reavers here once again for Chillboys and Chillboys.com. Guess what now is available if you go online to Chillboys.com? Yes, performance long underwear. And I got to tell you, they're pretty dang sweet. I got a pair just a couple of weeks ago, and they are fantastic. So, obviously, winter is coming here. We all know that. But now, in, in addition to the most comfortable underwear that you can ever possibly own, the most comfortable long underwear that you can also own is now available at chillboys.com. Yes, of course, they still have the performance boxers, the bamboo boxers, the boxer briefs. Everything that you want is all still available at chillboys.com, but now including long underwear, performance t-shirts too, by the way. And don't forget forget all of your orders that are over $40, those ship fast and free throughout the entire United States of America. When you're thinking about giving gifts this upcoming holiday season, think about Chillboys and Chillboys.com. And when you place your order at Chillboys.com, please don't forget to let them know that you heard about them on the Garage Logic podcast. Space management. If you think you're a pro, why don't you, you join the pros, professionalturf.com. Not only are they the best lawn care shop in the business, but they're looking for you, you seasonal workers, to push around some white gold this winter. And you know who you are. You're typically laid off in the fall, lawn care, employees, construction, whatever. Uh, it's your attitude that matters. Quick learners, good with machinery, not intimidated by the size of a job or the potential length of a workday. A great opportunity to turn your extra downtime this winter into extra money in 
the South Metro. And, of course, you only work when it snows. They've got very flexible compensation program uh, programs to work with laid-off staff, and they're also going to be adding to their full-time staff for next summer, and that's a great opportunity with full benefits and exceptional pay. How do you hook up? Easy. Professionalturf.com. Click on Contact Us. Send your name, your info in, and hook up with them. A great opportunity, and you'll love working with Dave at professionalturf.com. <laughs> This guy wears many hats. Carl Wilson? Just not indoors. <laughs> Joe Suchere. He's, he's dead. Oh. I did some homework long past due. I won't dwell on this because I believe these people are quite literally deranged or putting up a good front of it. But today we learn that United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres yesterday warned that a key temperature goal in climate talks is on life support. Oh, but he still hopes world governments will step up their pledges to slash emissions of greenhouse gases. In an interview with the Associated Press, Guterres said the negotiations set to end today in Glasgow will very probably not yield the carbon-cutting pledges he has said are needed to keep the planet from warming beyond the 1.5-degree threshold, which is highly arbitrary and whimsical. Still, the U.N. chief wouldn't say at what point he thinks the goal would have to be abandoned. When you are on the verge of the abyss, it's not important to think too far into the future, he said. What's important to discuss is what will be your first step. Because if your first step is the wrong step, you will not have the chance to make a second or third step. I'm not going to read the rest of the story because I think the guy's full of BS. And I wish there wasn't a UN in my country. So who is this guy? What was that line, by the way? The Verge of Abyss? The Verge of the Abyss. Wouldn't that be a great rock and roll album? (laughs) Antonio Guterres is a Portuguese politician. Since 2017, he has served as the Secretary General of the UN. He is the ninth person to hold that title. He is a member of the... uh, A member of the Portuguese Socialist Party. Guterres served as Prime Minister of Portugal from 1995 to 2002. He served as Secretary General of the Socialist Party from from 1992 to 2002. He was elected Prime Minister of Portugal in 1995 and resigned in 2002 after the Socialist Party was defeated in the 2001 Portuguese local elections. After six years governing without an absolute majority and with a bad economy, the Socialist Party did worse than expected because of the losses in Lisbon and Porto, where polls indicated they had a solid lead. Eduardo Ferro Rodriguez assumed the Socialist Party leadership, but the general election was lost to the Social Democratic Party led by Jose Barroso. Guterres served as president of the Social Socialist International from 1999-05. He was the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees from 05 to 2015. Uh, and in 2012 and 2014 polls, the Portuguese public ranked him the best prime minister of the previous 30 years. He was born and raised in Lisbon, and uh, uh, I, what I was searching for is what what in his life has uh, uh, resulted in him being the one to tell us we're facing the great abyss, and there isn't anything. He doesn't know anything more about this than you do, hmm. but he's a UN big shot, and there's all kinds of uh, information on his diplomatic career and his political career, and... and uh, I, I don't buy one word he says. I never have. I never will. This is all a derangement syndrome that's preposterously unbelievable. Preposterously unbelievable. Well, maybe you won't take his word for it, but the Associated Press um, just sent out 
a couple minutes ago. Uh, about a 90-second clip of climate activist Greta Thunberg oh. talking about uh, the UN. Would you like to hear that? Oh, okay. Till I, can, <laughs> till I can't take it anymore. And she's riding her bike up to the part where they're going to um, set up set up shop. There's still a very, very long way to go. Um, voices from activists uh, of uh, the most affected areas are still not being heard enough. Uh, we need much more representation uh, be present at everywhere, but especially at the conferences like the COP26. And as long as we continue to ignore the aspect of equity and historic emissions, climate justice, then That's how it. can I we can't do it? I, I, I can't do it. I knew once you heard equity, once you I hear the word lose. equity, it's over. I, I mean, knew that's this has you... nothing to do with the environment. Even she knows that. <laughs> that little soldier no. that's been recruited. Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> God almighty. Climate <laughs> equity. Do it. I'm on the cusp. <laughs> Sole Omarova, the Cornell law professor whom President Joe Biden nominated to be the comptroller of currency for the U.S. Treasury, has already created controversy over her writings about Marxism and her expressed hostility towards cryptocurrency and community banks. And now she has openly joined the Biden administration's war on fossil fuels. For certain troubled industries and firms that are in transitioning, Omarova said in a video posted on social media by the American Accountability Foundation, and I'm here, and here what I'm thinking about is primarily coal, oil, and gas. Uh, Zealots like Omarova and the radical climate crowd have been failing Biden administration in their pocket, have been failing the Biden? Mm -hmm. Uh, Never mind. Got it. if she is approved, she would have the most powerful, least accountable position over cryptocurrencies in the banking industry. It is really the most powerful, least accountable job in the government, a former senior government official told Breitbart News. Uh, all nominees within the committee's jurisdiction are required to provide their writings, articles, and papers. Unfortunately, Professor Omarova appears to believe she is exempt from these rules. In order for lawmakers to fully and fairly consider Professor Omarova's nomination to serve as our nation's top banking regulator, we need a complete picture of her policy positions. The fact that she recently deleted references to her thesis begs the question, what is she hiding? Uh, in, another, in another of Omarova's writings, The People's Ledger, How to Democratize Money and Finance the Economy, she called for eliminating all community banks and to transfer all bank deposits to federal accounts at the Federal Reserve. Hmm. I don't want her as the uh, comptroller. You're, you're kidding. No. no. The Democratic Party over the last couple of administrations, they want the government to essentially take over a lot of financial functions from banks, the former senior government, offic- government official said. During a Senate Banking Committee hearing in September, Omarova said democratizing finance is an inherently political exercise and we can only achieve that goal through a coherent and comprehensive program of government reforms. Nope. Nope. Uh-oh. Nope. It's the end of the it world really is. as we it, know it. It really is. I don't feel fine. Well, I, we can only hope that she won't uh, pass her nomination. Face. But what if she does? Well, <laughs> that's a good question. Thank you. That's what I do here. <laughs> yeah, if she does, if she does. Is it a bipartisan? Um, well, who does she go up against? Well, the frightening part of about it is it's a, she's not very accountable to anybody. So she could help, maybe help bring forth these. Let's get rid of the community banks. What the hell? Yeah. A lot of power. That's you don't need a bank power. in town, do you? No. Just send your money to the federal government. Right. How are you going to be able to go to the bank to get out of Monday Night Sports Talk? 
Man, I'm glad I wasn't. I'm just not made for these times. I really am not. Oh, remember this that is great sounder we had? Yeah. Just not made yeah. for these times. Wasn't that uh, Brian Wilson? <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Beach uh, Boys. Yeah. Why don't we come back with Johnny Heights News? Okay. All right. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here with a couple of questions for you. Are you noticing a decrease in the following? Maybe strength, endurance, enjoyment of life, libido, or maybe it's just a lack of energy. Are you tired of feeling exhausted even after you eat dinner? I've got an answer for you. You need to call my friends at Everest Men's Health. From signs of low testosterone to other deficiencies, they examine every single area important to a man's overall health. And that allows them to develop an easy-to-follow plan that will ensure your success. It does not matter where you fall on the spectrum of men's health. The time is right now to come into Everest Men's Health and take the first steps toward realizing your best health possible. The great thing about Everest is their medical specialists look at the entire picture and they figure out what is causing these changes to you. They start with a full medical evaluation to check testosterone levels, important vitamin levels, blood levels, and overall body composition. And once they identify the deficiencies, such as low T or vitamin deficiencies, they create a personalized lifestyle program that can include testosterone, testosterone replacement, medication management, vitamin and natural supplementation, and exercise prescription and nutritional guidance. Trust me, Everest is fantastic, and they provide a comfortable environment that is not intimidating like other medical clinics. They specialize in men's health, and they can be your doctor for all your health needs, and they will refer you to a specialist if needed. It's a wonderful environment and fantastic people. Go online right now to EverestMensHealth.com, and you can call today to schedule your $50 testosterone test at any one of their three locations in Woodbury, Plymouth, and now in and please let them know that you heard about them on the Garage Logic podcast. Uh, Maple Grove Lock and Safe is the web address. American Security Safes and Liberty Safes, the main two items there. Oh, wait, there's one more. It's the guy that owns the joint, Rich. He's going to save you some money on whatever safe, no matter what size you need, be it a tiny little thing for just one item or a big walk-in unit, firearms, mad magazines, wheat pennies, family heirlooms, whatever. You know what? Fill it full of Kansas Seafoam, as far as I'm concerned. Whatever it is, Rich is going to give you the peace of mind by providing you with a safe that's going to keep your things secure. And wouldn't you know it, well... It's actually not a surprise. Being a GLer, Rich is pretty good with tools and making repairs for locks and safes. So if that's on your mind, stop by, give him a call, uh, and he'll do what he can to help you. Maple Grove Lock and Safe. They're in Maple Grove, 6901 East Fish Lake Road, and on the web at maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Truth, Justice, and the Souchery. Who is this? Dylan. Dylan. Isn't that nice? Here's John Hyde. If you if you wait a minute here, I think he plays a little banjo solo. Oh, if I remember this song correctly. I think so. If I got the right song. Yep. Yeah. Why aren't there so many songs about <laughs> rainbows? <laughs> What's on the other side? <laughs> He sings too, huh? Yeah. Oh, the, uh, damn it, this, uh, this news is brought to you by ProfessionalTurf.com. And Kermit and must, the Frog. Yes. And Kermit the Frog. I must make a correction uh, of myself because I'll get uh, notes of people telling me what an idiot I am, okay? Yeah. Uh, uh, Brian Wilson leads saying, don't worry, baby. I thought for millions of years it was a Carl Wilson lead well, for vocal, but it was, it was a Brian Wilson I went vocal. right along with you, John. John, I, yeah? that, that part wasn't during the show 
That was just us talking off the air. Oh, you're right. Oh, my God. I'll quit writing those notes, too, John. Yeah. I'll try to stop writing those notes. I wanted you to finish um, just because yeah. I didn't want to interrupt you because there's just That's a tiny a bit point, of a delay. That's a good song we couldn't play. Yeah, because we can't play the realized. Beach Boys on the podcast. Humble pie tastes so bitter, doesn't it? Well, News anyway. time. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Uh, snow. There's some snow coming our way now, they're saying. What? Uh, per- perhaps one to three inches of snow mm. in our area tomorrow. Uh, so they're saying that it's still a little iffy. It's that meteorologist thing. They say it's too soon to say exactly where Saturday's snow will fall. They say it'll be along Interstate 94, but there's a good chance that the Twin Cities couldn't see one to three inches of snow. If you're wondering, uh, and you saw all those uh, lovely pieces on social media, uh, there was some snow out to the west and north of us, 6.8 inches near Ore in northeastern Minnesota and four and a half inches near International Falls, according to the Weather Service. A man was shot and killed this morning near the Cub Food Store in North Minneapolis. That makes it 84 homicides this year. Witnesses say the suspect crashed into a car off Lindale Avenue North and West Broadway Avenue and then tried to flee the scene. Another man tried to intervene. The suspect shot him, according to uh, Trenton Pollard, who's the chief operating officer of We Push for Peace, a community outreach group that's been stationed at the Cub store for a year to help deter crime. The suspect, after shooting the man, then fled to the Cub store and tried to carjack a woman who works for the Twin Cities Salvation Army and was headed to the store for a news conference announcing the kickoff of the Red Kettle campaign. The woman struggled with the suspect and two volunteers with We Push for Peace helped her apprehend the man before police got there. Pioneer Press reporting Woodbury police think a 16-year-old boy arrested in Hennepin County is connected to that crime spree Monday that we talked about Tuesday morning in Woodbury and Oakdale. Police Commander John Altman said the teen was arrested in connection with another case. But officers are now working to link him and other suspects to a series of armed carjackings and thefts. Woodbury police did not release the identity of the the arrested 16-year-old. On Monday night, uh, four crimes involving carjackings occurred, which police believe are connected. Back in August, police arrested three juveniles in connection with the theft of 21 vehicles over a two-week period. The police also reported yesterday a car in the Colby Lake area had been stolen when it was left running in a garage with the garage door open. That's a bad Paul, idea. That's a, that's a yeah, bad that's idea. a really right, bad idea. You don't want to do that. Yeah. It's highly recommended that you don't do that, that's I think. Right. St. Paul Public Schools has postponed its vote on its school consolidation plan in order to comply with public notice requirements for permanently closing schools. The school board now plans to vote December 1st, not November 16th as originally planned. A public hearing is required only if a school is going to be closed for more than three years. District leaders have said they expect to find new uses for the schools being closed, but they decided to hold a public hearing in case that doesn't happen. Remind me, this is the, what's the opposition here to this one, Joe? Because you talked about it a couple of weeks ago. What do you mean? What's the opposition? Well, because they, they well, I guess what's the reason? They don't have any students. Okay, but but what are they what are they arguing against? Because they the, the union doesn't want this, correct? Well, I suppose some citizens don't want to lose a close by school. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Update on a story we had yesterday. Savage police say they're working with the Prior Lake Savage Area School District and Scott County Attorney's Office as officers investigate a video widely shared on social media. During the course of the minute-long clip, a student repeatedly makes racist remarks and encourages another student to take their own life oh, in graphic man. detail. What's wrong with you? You, you people are morons. You really are. Legal analysts predict there could be criminal charges here. I hope so. Uh, le- 
Lee Hutton's an experienced Twin Cities trial attorney. He says you absolutely can see charges. Minnesota has one of the leading cases with regard to encouraging incitement of individual suicide. He pointed to Minnesota state statutes that outline penalties for those who intentionally advise, encourage, or assist in suicide or attempted suicide. Uh, meanwhile, a protest was held outside Prior Lake High School yesterday afternoon. Remember, we talked about this. They closed school up a little early uh, because of the protest. Hundreds gathered in the afternoon to protest that video. I, I don't want to come across as excusing this behavior, which I'm not, because it's disgusting. The video is horrifying. But don't you guys think that this is just another example of this behavior probably existed all throughout time, but it's just being exposed more now because of social media? I uh, went to school with uh, black kids. Black kids went to school with white kids, and I do not recall this. Okay. I do not recall. But this. I guess what I'm my, my point is you sure couldn't come over to my house. But other than that, it was right. my my. I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. My my point is there probably was an incident like this at Prior Lake High School back in the '80s. But no one else knew about it because there wasn't a, the platform of social media back then. Were there? See, now I'm from North Dakota, so we didn't have very many African Americans. Yeah. Were there a lot of African Americans in Prior Lake in the 1980s? Well, that's a good point too. You know I, what I'm I, saying? I, yeah, you're right. I, I don't know. I think the kids are being driven. Uh, Let me get in your head. What you're, right. what you're going to say is what okay. I'm thinking. Set up your lawn chair. Kids were not that. Kids were mean. They were not perfect. Kids were not that aggressively mean like they are now because they're hiding behind the uh, social media. Thank you. I'll accept that. Okay. Well, I do. It okay. emboldens I, them to be idiots. Correct. So that is now yeah. rookie one, Joe, $785 million. Yep. I Got it. <laughs> Catching up. I, I don't mean to uh, speak for this person, but I have a person in my family who went to school in Minneapolis in the uh, late 70s, uh, in the 1970s. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of animosity, shall we call it, uh, between black students and white students. And I could give you specific details, but I don't think I should share them. Okay. But there was. I, I mean, think, I think uh, though, it is intensified because of that device you hold in your hand. I would agree with that. And like I said, to cover myself, I'm not saying kids were perfect way back when. Not kids the, have always been me. The device, but also you could also add to it just the tension in general in this country. Could you not? Yeah, and plus you used to be able to settle disputes. Just you would just settle them between two people. You you know, get into a little roughhousing right. or something, and then probably be better friends for it after. Yeah. Weren't we silly? General Mills is considering the sale of its soup brand, Progresso, and ready-to-eat meals label Helper, like hamburger, tuna helper, for $3 billion, according to Bloomberg News. The Golden Valley-based business is working with Goldman Sachs Group for the potential sale, which also included some of its smaller brands. The move comes months after General Mills announced the sale of its majority stake in the European operations of Yoplait to French dairy cooperative Sudial in exchange for local ownership of the yogurt market's Canadian's province, uh, Canadian business. Progresso, which General Mills acquired in 2001 when it bought Pillsbury, offers canned soups, broths, and chili, while Helper sells boxed pasta. And meals. Bob's favorite is uh, Italian Wedding, the Progresso Italian Wedding. That's, mm, uh, that's, that's my uh, dad's favorite. Strangely enough, that's my wife's favorite. Okay. Joe, are you, a, are you a tuna helper guy <laughs> or a hamburger helper guy? Which one do you Which prefer? Which one do you prefer? Which uh, one helps you eat it better? The CP makes the best Italian wedding soup you've ever tasted. Okay. I mean, Homemade? it's fantastic. Yeah. But have you had hamburger helper no, I have recently? Not. I have not. Don't ask me that again. I just again want either. to know what your favorite <laughs> no, flavor is. Don't ask is. me that again. <laughs> You like Ever. tuna fish, though. 
Aren't you yeah, a tuna but I don't need guy? the helper. I don't need the you helper. You don't need like any help. the casserole. You I don't can, need the helper. You can eat it on its own. And by the way, I can make that. No. Yeah. Hamburger helper? No, tuna salad. I can do that. For real? Yeah. Oh, I'm smelling YouTube video. Well, it's not complicated. Joe's Kitchen. It's tuna and mayonnaise. If I Big get that deal job on pickle relish. If I get that job on Twin Cities Live, I'm having you come in and make <laughs> tuna salad as a cooking segment. We saw someone last night who was putting in a big word for you. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. I'm making me nervous now. Mm-hmm. That's, that's something I really want. You can put on your resume that you are part of a show that has been rejected for the Marconi Awards 10 times. So I know how to lose. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm a yeah. big loser. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> a record 4.4 million Americans quit their jobs in September. That's the latest month with numbers available. Are you kidding? Uh, uh, no, 4.4 wow. 4 million. The nation had 10.4 million open jobs that month as the worker shortage crisis continued. Data from the Bureau of Labor Stats showed Friday jobs particularly increased in the healthcare and sector, uh, healthcare and other sectors in the state and local government. Nick Bunkers, director of economic research at the Indeed Hiring Lab, he said the Delta variant is still visible in the September report. Uh, we do know from the October jobs report that the labor market did get on more stable ground. The slowing demand for workers in the leisure and hospitality industry was the cause of the decline in available jobs in September. The arts, entertainment, and recreation sector saw the largest increase in quitting, followed by other services in state and local government. Employers hired 6.5 million people, while separations, which included voluntary quitting, stood at 6.2 million for September. Oh, so I, we, we've been talking about this since March of 2020, when the pandemic started, right? That, that there's just mm-hmm. been a shortage of workers. Well... What are these people doing for money? Well, I think I think if if you peel it back quite a bit, many of those people quit to seek something better. Yeah, but but there is obviously and landing those jobs. Well, that's true, but there still is a shortage nationwide. Right, and there's a lot of people that I know a lot of people that are just not working. And I, I think I don't, I don't. Hmm. Uh, well, I will say though that those people that were on unemployment and receiving that three hundred dollars a week, that was more money than they were ever making. But I highly, I doubt that they would have set that money aside. Wouldn't they? Don't you think they would have been maybe not real sophisticated and have spent that money already? I would think. So. I don't know how they cannot work. And how could you get by on three hundred bucks a week? Well, they were still getting their unemployment too. So oh, it was. I suppose. I, suppose. <clears throat> I don't know. I can't oh. figure it out. A federal appeals court late yesterday temporarily blocked the release of White House records sought by a U.S. House committee investigating the January 6th insurrection, granting for now a request from former President Donald Trump. The administrative injunction issued by the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit effectively bars until the end of this month the release of records that were to be turned over today. The appeals court set oral arguments in the case for November 30th. It delays the House committee from reviewing records that lawmakers say could shed light on the events of that day. The National Archives, which holds the document, says they include call logs, handwritten notes, and a draft executive order on election integrity. Another concert goer has died after she was injured during that crowd surge last week at the Travis Scott sold-out Astroworld Music Festival. That brings the total death count to nine. Her name was Barty Shahani. She was 20 years old. Eight other people, ages 14 to 27, were killed. 25 more taken to hospitals. Houston police say they are continuing an investigation into what happened at the concert. And we learned from our guest, Aileen Milan, that there was Mm -hmm. such chaos and such such tightly packed conditions that she must be typical of many people there who didn't know this was happening. 
I was just that was thought was going through my head as you were, were didn't know what was happening. How 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 much of a wide area must that have been for them not to realize? Uh, there's ambulances on the way. There's uh, people shouting. I well, still don't know the venue. Is it, it's is the, it the Houston it's, baseball stadium? No, the Texans football stadium. Oh, and I've been there. It's 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 massive. But John, I was confused as to the setup. Was the stage at one of the end zones? And then the the the, the grass area was. Uh, I'm gonna guess the. I'm gonna guess it was set up similar to how a show at U.S. Bank Stadium would be. I would assume that. I don't know. Okay. I, have, I have no idea. I haven't seen a layout. So. Uh, Graham Edge, a drummer and co-founder of the Moody Blues, has died. He was 80 years old. The band's frontman, Justin Hayward, confirmed Edge's death on the group's website. Cause of death not revealed. Hayward called Edge the backbone of the British rock band, which was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2018. The band had not released an album since 2003. In 1964, Edge co-founded the group in Birmingham, England. Birmingham, drumming ex- Birmingham. 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 His drumming expertise, a key ingredient for the band's massive progressive rock hits between the 60s and 80s, including Nights in White Satin, Tuesday Afternoon, and I'm Just a Singer in a Rock and Roll Band. I always, I always like this stuff. What was there? Like some, yeah. Uh, what, what, were they Once Upon a Time? What? Once Upon a Time. I don't know. I don't know that Dun, song. Do, 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 that do. was a big hit for them. It was probably their last big hit, actually. Were you a big Moody 80s. Blues guy, Johnny? I, I like some of their stuff. I wasn't huge. Oh. Uh, Tuesday Afternoon, I think, is a great song. Hall of Fame worthy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Hey, if uh, Journey and Bon Jovi are Hall of Fame worthy, <laughs> right. not the Moody, thing, huh? Moody Blues are well <laughs> beyond Hall of Fame worthy. Right. The television show Yellowstone is turning into a bit of a phenomenon. Season four premiered this Sunday. The show drew over nine million people, far more than all other cable shows and pretty much far more than all shows on normal TV networks. It was the highest-rated cable show since an episode of The Walking Dead back in 2018. Not only that, but every week there's a new chart from Digital Entertainment Group of the movies most watched at home or rented on DVD or digital. Uh, Yellowstone this week held the number two spot uh, for the opening of the fourth season. Yellowstone also held the number 11 spot for Yellowstone season one, and they also held the number 19 spot. Season number three, Hmm. most of the items on that list are usually movies and not television shows. Back to music just very briefly. Um, I watched the CMA. I like the CMA word, so don't make fun of me. Uh, country you, music. Just, you, just, don't like, you don't like them. country music, huh? I did watch yeah. them. I watched them. I, I, I like it. Anyway, our, our guy Jimmy Allen, right. one uh, yeah. new artist, which confused me because he's been around Boy, for a couple of years. he's been around, yeah. So I huh. didn't know what the qualifications were for best. I mean, I'm glad he won. because Chris he's, Stapleton won a handful. Yes. He won six, yeah. That was the saving point for me. For well, Jimmy series. Allen has been around, but I suppose this year he might have had a breakthrough year. Yeah, was it based maybe on when you chart or something? Yeah. It could or, be, I, because I he had that yeah. hit song, of course, after he appeared on Garage Logic right. at the right. Minnesota Launched, We <laughs> launched his career. We did. In fact, he of should course. thank us yeah. uh, for, for doing yeah. this. Speaking and of that, I think I'm going to go see Stapleton tomorrow night. Where is he? Cool. He's opening for George Strait. Where? At the bank. Show. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And Jimmy Allen show. was just voted off of Dancing with the Stars. I did not know that. I did not know. I didn't know he was uh, That's on. what I heard. <laughs> I, s- I saw you poor a pathetic s- thing. <laughs> really? <laughs> wait, you, wait, I know that. That. you are. You are wait a double. Yeah. <laughs> wait till I tell Pat that yep. one. Yep. Yeah, tell that. Pat. The, uh, I saw a stat uh, yesterday as I was reading because George Strait uh, was coming in town, so there's a little note in the newspaper. Yeah. 40. Number one country hits. Are you kidding me? Think, think oh. of that number. Wow. Four is zero. Ooh, George Strait? Four, yeah. Yeah. 
40. I, I know That's enough. Amazing. I know just enough to know that I think it's a Bloomington young woman who's on the Bachelorette. Is it Bloomington or Burnsville or Rook? Yes. Uh, she's Rook. from Woodbury. <laughs> Woodbury. <laughs> Woodbury. And and what did Charles Barkley say about the black chick on the Bachelorette? Or, or? Oh yeah, I got it right here. Hold on, give me a second. Give Charles a second. Barkley. Yes, yeah, she's from Woodbury, and she's a. Is she in contention to uh, win, or? Well, she is the she's the Bachelorette. She's choosing from a. Oh, um, she's she, so she wins. Many men are courting her at this point. I see. Yes, I see. Huh. I see. Wow. Hang on, that's the wrong one. Yeah. Okay. Charles. They got no chance. 18 and 0. Oh. They're like the black girl on The Bachelor. They got no chance. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs> I'm so mad he's going to leave TNT. Oh, God. Charles. He's the only reason to watch that pregame show. Because <laughs> yeah. the pregame show that he's on with Shaq and Ernie yeah. is better than the actual games. At least it used to be. Uh, really. uh, Newsmax, uh, not really seen as too much of a real news network by a lot of folks, not taken real seriously. And well, here might be the reason why. Uh-oh. Their White House correspondent is, or slash, was Emerald Robinson. Well, last week, Robinson was suspended from Twitter for spreading misinformation. Uh, she was also reprimanded by her employer and taken off the air. As soon as she got back on Twitter, though, she immediately started spreading the same claims and now has been banned from Twitter permanently. The initial tweet which earned her the suspension read, Dear Christians, the vaccines contain a bioluminescent marker called luciferase that can be tracked. Read the last book of the New Testament and see how this ends. Upon her reinstatement, she wrote, I'm back, on Twitter at least. Join me at the Substack before I'm banned again. The link to her post was an article again about the Luferace conspiracy theory. And you wonder why I reject so many websites, mm-hmm. including that one. That's uh, it's Donald Trump's favorite station, Joe. I'm Come sure on. it is. <laughs> If you love cars, you don't mind the smell of burning rubber, boy, you, you got to like this. Dodge has an offer you don't want to miss. Oh, yeah? Dodge has announced plans to hire a chief donut maker. Really? To act, really? act as an ambassador for the brand's newly launched Never Lift business plan. The right candidates will embody the spirit of the company's founding Dodge Brothers, described in a recent news release as scrappy go-getters as well as thrill-seekers. Dodge CEO Tim Kuniskis Uh, said, uh, never content to follow trends, they were the seekers of better, faster, more outrageous ways of doing things, and were looking for someone just like them to be an ambassador. Further details of the position will become available in January of 2022, but they tease several benefits the chosen donut maker can expect. Among them, job offers a wardrobe, a business card reading chief donut maker, and access to a company car, specifically a Dodge Hellcat. It also pays $150,000 a year, according according to Kuniskis. As part of its two-year plan, Neverlift Business Plan, Dodge also previewed several other programs in the works, including the creation of a power brokers network. Performing dealerships get that. The company will also be launching Operation 25-8, a 25-car giveaway to be supported by 25 superstars from the worlds of sports, music, an automotive. It's funny you mention that because yeah. I went to Jonathan Schmelz out of Schmelz Countryside and I said, I'd like to be your chief donut maker. Hmm. They laugh you at you? No, uh, it's it's being taken under consideration. Ah, sure, ah, sure. They're here give, me a, ah. give me an Alfa Romeo Fiat or a Volkswagen and I'll spin some donuts for You're you. You're in the running. I'm in the running and that's Schmelz Countryside in Maplewood on the uh, southeast quadrant there of Highway 36 and 61. It's been there for more than 50 years. With these three great brands, they're doing the best to get you the inventory you need. Zero percent 
for up to 36 months on all new Volkswagen vehicles with the exception of the ID4. 0% for up to 72 months on Fiat and 0% for up to 48 months on Alfa Romeo models. Man, a Stelvio would be comfortable in this weather. Really a great, great SUV. Find out uh, if they have what you need or if you can make an order or they'll get you what you want. VW.com. Fiat, I'm sorry, SchmelzVW.com. SchmelzFiat.com. And Johnny, SchmelzAlfaRomeo.com. A road rage showdown in Portland, Oregon. You're going to want to watch this video. It's mm -hmm. quite fun. Escalated quickly when another man reached, uh, uh, when a man pulled out a sword, prompting the other man to reach for a gun. It was all captured on video, posted on Twitter by a driver so, who was it's like Indiana behind. Jones. I, I was yeah. just going to say the same the thing. You don't bring uh, a sword to a gunfight. No. And the first person with the sword is much like that. He's he's wearing ripped jeans, a baseball cap, and glasses. He brings out a sword, and he's confronting the man, and he raises it above his head, gets right up to the guy's face. And the guy's very calm, very, very calm. He pretends like he's going to slash the guy with it. Then he starts backing off, the, other man, uh, the man with the sword. And, uh, well, then the other man jumps into his trunk and pulls out a long gun. Yeah. At that point, the fellows behind who were filming uh, stopped filming, probably because they were afraid of what may happen. So we don't know what happened. Uh, Portland police told Fox News there were no recent reports involving a sword or otherwise describing the scenario. Uh, their guess is uh, everybody went home, uh, perhaps. Well, I hope so. I certainly hope so. You know what yeah. that reminds me of? You guys have seen the video of the Marine leaving the gas station. Yeah, and, and the yeah. two guys that come in, two young thugs that come in with their guns. Oh yes, oh, and he yeah. just stands yeah. there and wait till the kid get close, and then whap, yeah. bop. <laughs> just yeah. uh, and the other kid turns tail immediately and, and runs out. Right. Yeah, that that's guy has a set back. on him. Well, that's pushing back. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. Another woman seen climbing over a barrier at the Bronx Zoo's lion exhibit. Witnesses exclusively told NBC New York, as cell phone video showed her holding roses and tossing one hundred dollar bills toward the lion. The incident occurred about 4 p.m. yesterday afternoon, according to the zoo. The woman in a blonde wig, red dress, and leopard print shawl addressed the animal from about 15 feet away as if it were a long-lost friend, according to witnesses. She carried flowers and threw what appeared to be the cash into the air at one point. She can be heard saying on the video, I missed him so much. The woman whose husband recorded the cell phone footage told News 4 that the apparent lion lover said, King, I love you. I came back for you. Adding that witnessing the whole thing was very surreal. How could the lion, where would the lion even spend the money? <laughs> <laughs> At the That's lion a good bank. Point, right. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, did you get the audio of the singing beach up on Lake Superior? Uh, Jeff did get back to me and said that's the only video that he has available. What about. Oh, rookie. Yeah, uh, I, sent, I sent it to Oh, you did. I'm sorry. Oh, I just sent you the link. Well, could, you know, you guys interrupted it yesterday. I, I'd like to make an attempt to hear the singing beach. Okay. I own a beach up on uh, the you're, North Shore. You're really going to do this Where again. is it? I own a beach. It's up uh, by Two Harbors. It's mm. up on the shore. And it's just full of rocks. Okay, much, well, I want to be... How much it cost you? That, yeah. sing. What did it run you? <laughs> I don't own the beach. It's called I own a beach. I-O-N-A. Where is it? Lake Superior. <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> That's enough. How much did you pay for First it? First base. Thank you, Johnny. Oh, We're all yeah, going to get this. I want to hear this when we come back. Okay. Really? 
Once again, we want to thank Andy and his crew at Kahuna Window Cleaning and Services for their partnership here in Garage Logic. You see, they take care of all the stuff around your house that you really hate doing. Window cleaning, gutter cleaning, pressure washing, roof washing. They will even put up and take down and store your holiday lights. They service the entire metro area from North Branch to Norwood Young America. Kahuna is also a veteran-owned company and honored to be recommended by Trust Vets. Check this out. Throughout November, they have a great special on holiday lighting just for GLers. Whether you want the Clark W. Grizzly look or something a little more subtle they can handle it they do all of the work seriously all of it they make the design to your liking purchase the high quality bright commercial grade christmas lights you can't buy in stores they professionally install the lights cut to fit your home perfectly and can even provide a timer they maintain the lights throughout the entire holiday season and take the lights down and store them for the off season kahuna is offering all the above for a special price of just 550 dollars just for glers schedule it right now at kahuna window cleaning Make sure you ask for the Garage Logic special. Again, that's KahunaWindowCleaning.com. I'll say. Scramble! What do you got, bruh? I got you not scrambling for a Christmas gift or for a hostess gift for Thanksgiving. I am talking about SpiralLightCandles.com. SpiralLightCandles.com is the website you go to when you... Yes, we've been talking about the cylinder index candle, but they have so much more than that. Stop burning those boring candles that just burn right in the middle. These babies go around and around and around. Go to their website, find the scent that you would like. They've got so many to choose from. And once you're there, you can sneak down to the bottom, you can click on the Garage Logic logo, and you will catch the cylinder index candle. It smells like a garage. But that's just one small piece of the action for them. They have so many other options, colors, scents, etc. Do yourself a favor. Don't have to worry about a hostess gift. And you're not just bringing a boring candle over. Tell them, this is a new SpiralLightCandles.com candle, and this is your hostess gift. Or this is your Christmas gift. SpiralLightCandles.com. Stop burning boring candles. Stop it. Braz, go to SpiralLightCandles.com. John. Yesterday, I mentioned a story, and of course, I... Was rudely interrupted uh, oh my about a singing beach. I own a beach, I O N A, up on the north shore of Lake Superior, <laughs> and we uh, have been struggling uh, in vain to to actually hear it. But I think we have found you have it right. Uh, I do. I, Chris, Just give me one. I second. haven't listened to the whole thing. I hope this isn't being oversold. That it's a a singing. Well, maybe maybe if you're quiet, you'll hear some. And music. You, you will get nothing but respect because you had a lot of GLers that emailed I that wanted know. to hear this. Thank I'm you. Not, you're speaking for yourself. I'm still very um, okay. Shh. pessimistic. So set it up, please, Mr. Mayor. It just did. Oh, so here is the singing <laughs> beach. You know what I'm. Here's the singing beach. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, see. No. <laughs> Here's what I'm seeing. Everybody do the Michigan rag. I'm seeing the green frog on Bugs Bunny. There's going to be no singing. Here is Iona Beach. I wow. I did hear something. There's no way. 
This is Iona's Beach. I stand corrected. On Lake Superior. Pretty crazy place. Look at that. All the rocks are like about exactly the same size. How does it do if you that? Listen, That's amazing. Every wave. Come on. The rocks. I'm, I'm corrected. I guess I have to apologize because I didn't think Shush. it was. sweet and uh, you can't see the other side of the lake so kind of crazy a pretty big lake yeah Looks right it's like a good place to go swimming too skinny dipping that's nice wow wow jeez that's pretty how it do that how do it okay do i uh, you you got me you got me i uh i full what is it uh 360? What's that turnaround? 180. 180. 180. 360 had been the same spot. I own a beach. 720 turned around twice. Uh, Gotta go there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna go there, and I am gonna bring a recorder. I'm gonna send a shout-out to uh, Julia Hurricane Hawkins. All right, what do you got? She's a retired Louisiana teacher. She just became the first female track and field athlete in the 105 years old plus age bracket Come on. to clock a time in the 100-meter dash. Oh, I did see no. her. Oh, yes. that's I, fantastic. She, she's not running. She's walking very briskly. Could this be right? Huh. She crossed the finish line in one hour, two, two no. seconds, point ninety-five, a slightly slower time than she'd hoped for. Can that be? That can't be possible. 100-yard dash? 100-yard Oh, a minute. I was going to say, it's a minute. No way it's a it minute. Took her yeah, an it did hour. not take her. What, an hour. what is a top, uh, what does Odell Beckham do the 100 yard dash? Oh, in? and 100 guys are doing that in eight, uh, 10 seconds. And I think the slow it's slow ones are, yeah. 100 hold yards? On. No. Be oh, hold on, hold on. Best. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Hurricane. I, I didn't think it would take you an hour. It took her a minute. Uh, one colon, oh, two colon, nine, five. She was hoping for to be less. Than a minute. Yeah, Bob Hayes, a sturdy running back sprinter from Florida A&M, yeah. ran 9.1 seconds in the 100-yard dash. Okay, okay. Because I always thought it was a good time was one second per 10 yards. Well, Jordy notes that Biden tried to beat her, but he got lost. Oh, he did. Yeah. Boom. Um, <laughs> nothing stresses me out more than having to be told in the next few moments of your life you need to run full sprint 100 yards. That seriously, it just seems like an insurmountable. I think my thing. knees would uh, would yeah. would protest. Yeah, I, I I would not want to do that. I'm picturing young Matthew Mikulski, <laughs> king inventor of the double pump layup in his Creighton Durham Hall track suit, Idiot. suiting up, ready to go. Tight shorts, tight shorts. I'd lock them really tight. <laughs> You and Charles Barr. Uh, yep, Charles. I, I wouldn't stand close to Charles. I wouldn't stand by him. I would be far from him. Just because of, uh, I'd be very Intimidation. Humble. Intimidation, Intimidation. Right, right. Plus, I wouldn't want to get hit with anything. Only because they come to us. <laughs> Only. All the way from Marloth Park and Mumpumalanga, South Africa. Oh, Matt can take it out. From the traveling Lyman's. CB, he raced Charles Barr. On this day... On, on this, this day, the day after Veterans Day. On this day in 1889, DeWitt Wallace was born in St. Paul. You know why he was noted? Notable? Uh, I don't. DeWitter? He founded Reader's Digest, Digest. in 1922. Oh. 
And the family fortune has benefited many educational and performing arts associations. I think he's I think he's a big donor to McAllister or was. Okay. Uh, on this so we got day, a little off track, did he? <laughs> on this day in 1892, Walter Pudge Heffelfinger became the first professional football player in history. It's a great name, isn't it? The Minneapolis native signed to play with the Allegheny Athletic Association and was paid 500 bucks for his role in a four nothing victory over the Pittsburgh Athletic Club. <laughs> four to nothing, two safeties. How did they score? Yeah, boring those days? game. Boring game. I think it was uh, four extra points. On this day, <laughs> on this day. In 1908, hey, Harry Blackman was born in Nashville, ah. uh, born in Nashville, Illinois. He would spend his early years in St. Paul and return to the area after earning a degree from Harvard Law School. President Richard Nixon would appoint him to the U.S. Supreme Court on April 14, 1970. Blackman will be remembered for authoring the controversial 1973 decision in Roe v. Wade, which made abortion legal in the U.S. and for retracting his support for the death penalty in 1994 by writing, I shall no longer tinker with machinery or death. He died March 4, 1999. Hmm. So what would they, he was born in 08. So he got some street creds, huh? 91, he died at wow. 91. Yep. Mm-hmm. And on this day in 1977. Is there a mandatory outdate for Supreme Court? <clears throat> no. That's a Life, lifer. Lifetime okay. appointment. Got it. On this day in 1977, uh, Steve Carter's Eden is the first documented performance at the Penumbra Theater in St. Paul. Founded in 1976 by Lou Bellamy, the nationally acclaimed theater won a uh, Jumison Award in 1999 and is known for producing all of the works of the Pulitzer Prize winning playwright August Wilson. Hmm. Huh. So That's some street creds. Thank you, GLers. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you very much, GLers. Mm-hmm. I think we did this show like it was a Friday. We, uh, we we missed our Friday. sports segment with Patrick. Patrick, uh, I think he, he had, had memoromania. He had an issue that he had to take care of at, at home today. Yeah. Um, the wild, the wild lost last night. I know. And as I was watching with my daughter Sophia, she um, she snapped a little video of uh, Daddy bobbing for some apples. <laughs> that I will I will show that to you guys. It was I was Is just sitting in my, I was sitting in my chair. No, I was he was sleepy. Oh. And I caught myself, and uh, she took great sport with that. <laughs> hey, speaking of great sport, Pod MN on your smartphone will open a library of podcasts for you to check out. Subscribe to Garage Logic on our YouTube page. Check out the Facebook page. And with Give to the Max Day coming up on the 18th, don't forget about my charity, Second Stork. We could use your donations this year. Secondstork.org. Please and thank you.